0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Stories from the Tool Shed. My name's Steven. And my name's Tim. And we're excited to journey with you through the Spiritual Authority Cohort. Let's get it! So, hey,
1: guys, my name is Stephen Castillo, and uh, we're so excited to be with you guys. Uh, Tim and I have just been... I mean, really, just talking about this. Excited to have this first episode and tell you a little about um, stories from the tool shed in the months ahead. So we uh, we thought we'd just introduce ourselves. Uh, who are who are kind of these guys on the podcast, and um, who are we? Where we come? Where do we come from? And so I want to tell you a little about uh, maybe myself, and then Tim. Love for you to do the same. But um, yeah, my wife and I live in Anaheim, California. Uh, soon to be moving to the south. That might be coming in other news. And uh, we are, we've are we actually been Novo Missionaries since 2015. Um, lived the past couple years kind of loving our neighbors in this area. And uh, it's been an amazing journey. Um, kind of how I got connected to the cohorts was uh, as a presenter. And also seeing just the fruit in Novo Uh, Joining in that and helping in any way I Um, can—it's really been an incredible journey over the past couple years, and uh, that is my main connection. Is I've really been a a facilitator and a presenter um, in our cohort experience.
0: Tim, what about you? Well, thanks, Stephen. Yeah, I'm super excited about this too. Um, Yeah, I am. What am I? I am a cohort graduate. uh, my wife and I led a cohort last year in Maple Valley, and uh, we've got to see uh, some fruit of that as we do it again this year. Um, and yeah, so we live in the Seattle area, and uh, this is still very new to me. So it's kind of an honor to be here. Um, well, gosh, a little bit more about me. I'm I'm a builder. I uh, <laughs> I build custom homes. Uh, I'm I'm not a novo missionary, um, but I've become. Uh, a fan of partnering with God in my everyday life. And it's been pretty amazing just to see how he uses just a random guy uh, who never knew he was a part of a bigger story um, to impact people.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And Tim, I mean, I I just want to even just kind of put you on the spot. Tim has been um, one of the cohort graduates that's just Come out of this experience um, full of the spirit, full of the life of the kingdom, and uh, we've just grown our friendship over the past couple of years, and so doing this together feels real special, man. So
0: glad to do this with you. <laughs> Me too, dude. You're awesome.
1: Hey, same to you. So, hey, you might be asking, okay, why do we call this "Stories from the Tool Shed"? And uh, and really, as the months kind of progress through the cohort you're going to hear about this thing called a spiritual authority toolbox. And so hence stories from this. And so we want to take every month to actually bring in uh, normal people that are using these spiritual authority tools in their day-to-day life, interview them and also just see like, how do we actually practically go deeper with what we've learned and how does it become a part of our lives? What does it mean as followers of Christ to follow Him in the day-to-day functions of our life, but to bring our spiritual authority in those places? And so we want to use this as a a place for each month to talk about what we've just learned, um, to go deeper in that topic, and to just have real stories of kind of new knowledge of what what do I do with what I've, I've gained, and how do I take more steps in that? And so we, we yeah. thought we'd start this podcast kind of with our story, um, but inviting you into the story because we, we know each of you have your own story of where you've entered into the cohort. You've just finished the first session on blessing and declarative prayer. And so we thought of kind of intermingling our story with what you've learned and hopefully this could be a, a huge encouragement to you. And so one of the things and I, I before we kind of jump into that, I just want to talk about the purpose. What what is the purpose of this podcast? And maybe Tim you could take that away.
0: Yeah, so the very first thing uh is really just to give glory to God. Um so much of what he's doing in our world is about partnering with us in order to reveal his glory and reveal his love for those people around us. So number one is we just want to highlight things that we've seen that showcase who God is and how much he loves us.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I would say the second thing is, we want this experience to be more personal. You know, we've heard over the years, man, I want to be connected to other cities and other people that are going through the cohort. Well, we're hoping this could be a bridge to make this more, uh, more of a personal experience for you and your huddles.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, how often do you hear somebody's story? And it sort of is moving to you. We want this podcast to kind of move you and encourage you to maybe lean in a little bit more or maybe try and practice and experiment um, more often uh, when you hear stories of people, you know, very similar to you that are uh, equally as terrified at uh, times <laughs> um, that, that uh, see some real cool fruit uh, come out of that um, Stepping out of their comfort zone.
1: Yeah, and hey, lastly, you know, we've kind of already mentioned this, but we want this to be an equipping resource for you to have further explanation and really just practical application. Since so you're gonna hear that in this episode. You'll also hear that in the episodes kind of moving forward. Um, but really, you know, Tim and I, this wasn't our our normal adventure with God. You know, we, we didn't start where we are today and thought maybe we could join in the story of where you're entering in to tell you a little about our stories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let me kick it off. Um, so with my testimony, so I'll just say this, I'm, I'm 37 years old. I'm married to a beautiful and lovely wife. We have three amazing kids and two dogs uh, 13 chickens, two cows, three cats, and like 70,000 <laughs> 70, honeybees. So um, we he have a little the hobby best farm. We honey, by the way. <laughs> um, and so that is just like the context in which we live. Um, as far as upbringing goes, <laughs> I'd like to say that I was kind of born into a pew. Uh, there aren't very many Sundays that were missed uh, in the household growing up and uh, see a couple other things. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I was an Awana kid. My, uh, my mom was, you know, one of the, the leaders of the, uh, the guards program. And so we, my brother and I, uh, memorized a lot of Bible verses. Uh, and, you mm-hmm. know, it was a really interesting time. I, uh, so it kind of had this rich... Uh, upbringing with knowledge uh, and scripture being memorized and um, that just being a big part of my childhood experience. Mm-hmm. Um, through that, through sports, through, through all of the little things that you do growing up, I think, unfortunately, um, all of that work that uh, was going in was <laughs> lodging in my head, and it wasn't necessarily all settling down into my heart. And I became... Mm a kid who actually was seeking approval uh, of others uh, as the uh, source of mm-hmm. their identity, which I'd say probably isn't that uncommon. Uh, but, you know, as as a kid growing up, my experience was one of always feeling like I needed to become whoever, uh, whoever I needed to be to fit in with who I was around. Mm. I had this desperation to be liked, and wanted to be considered in um, with whoever I was with. And, you know, and so I guess some of those some of those groups are, you know, I was somebody different at church than I was at school. You know, at school I was trying to get everybody to like me. And mm-hmm. honestly, it was pretty much just exhausting. And the Lord would continue to work on me. Uh, and as I would, you know, get more involved in youth group and Bible studies and... Um, uh mission trips and all of those things there were little bits where i would you know the lord would just draw me a little closer and a little closer and a little closer, a little closer to him but in large part i couldn't really shake the identity piece um for for a really long time mm-hmm. fast forward a few years i met my wife and it was the first time that i really saw fruit come out of a relationship that was tangible and I couldn't explain it outside of, you know, the lord being in it. Um and so while we were dating that was a pretty crucial part um I think for both of us. Yeah. And uh kind of in a little bit it's not that the rest is history because there's a, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that too, but um <laughs> that identity piece started to get solved a little bit um when I met my wife and we kind of ran through, (laughs) ran through the paces of, you know, figuring out how to live a life together, Mm. which, um, is also a common story. Um, but we, let's see, we had three amazing kids, um, Lincoln, our oldest, uh, followed immediately by a uh, wonderful set of twins, which was so exciting. Um, Mm. but it ended up being, (laughs) I can't (laughs) remember a few years Uh, of my life, um, you know, because of that. And honestly, we joined the uh, spiritual authority cohort just sort of coming out of the fog um, of having those kids and just the pure and utter exhaustion um, that it was raising, you know, when we first had the twins, it was three kids under two years old. Um, And then the stats got a little bit more normal after that. But um, yeah, we had some close friends of ours invite us uh, to this new thing that they had heard about and were leading uh, in the Kirkland area. Yeah. Uh, and we said yes. And, uh, you know, I would love to say that it was a wholehearted yes. I can't wait for this. Uh, it was more, uh, you know, I really value this friendship. Um, they're really into this. We got to do something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so there we go. We uh, we said yes. And, uh, and I don't know how to boil it down. It's 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 really actually a little bit tough and complicated. But I feel like the Lord used the cohort to expand and shift my paradigm to one that was very suspicious of the Holy Spirit, uh, and and I guess the power component uh, of of the three components, mm. and and He used it in a way where it was so kind of. it was almost like a hug (laughs) in a way it was this uh i know you and i love you and i want to speak to you uh and you're gonna Mm -hmm. know me and uh, i want you to say yes to me um and have that be your habit rather than uh ignoring um or you know (laughs) not understanding or whatever it is you know so the lord really hit me um month two there was a hearing from god um was the topic and yeah, so I met, I, I I feel in some ways like I got to know Jesus and all of that information that was sort of stuck in this filter in my head hmm. finally got released and started to settle in my heart. And it all started when I, you know, heard, um, hmm. heard the Lord say something to me. And it was kind of the first time I had really f- felt, um, that it was God literally Speaking into my mind and my mind's eye, and really hearing clearly wow. what it was that he loved about me. And guys, I don't, I, I don't know how to say. It's not like I thought that I had an identity problem before this. Um, it was kind of after that um, where I realized that you know, my I've been sourcing my identity from all of the wrong things, um, and who God says I am is the thing that ultimately matters. And if He says that. I'm special in some way or he says that I can do something then I just want to trust him and lean into it and that has taken all different shapes and forms Um, and so I guess an encouragement for you to be with you may not even know um, what an issue is but if you lean on God if you lean in and try some of this stuff out even if it feels awkward and uncomfortable Uh, you just might find um, some sort of a breakthrough. That's kind of all I can really say. My life was amazing before, and it has only gotten better. So I am Mm. just thankful. I'm I'm thankful to be a part of these cohorts, and I'm just really excited um, for what this season uh, may look like and may grow out of you. Wow. What about you, Stephen?
1: Yeah, man. I, I you know, I think we actually met right after that. Um mm. and it was it was just so cool and you know, my, my story really connects to Tim, you know, re- really briefly and I, I'm sure all of us could go across this and share. Um you know, I, I would say this, grew up in a Christian home, knew about God, uh read my Bible, and then one point I realized that you know, I knew God the Father, I knew God the Son, but I really didn't know um, God in the, the Holy Spirit that lived inside of me. Um, you know, it, it felt foreign, it felt other than. And, and I'm sure a lot of you that have been on this journey, maybe this is going to be probably the most healthy look at who the Holy Spirit is and who He is in your life presently. And that, that was really what happened in my life. Um, I remember a, a friend of mine actually asking me, like, hey, what does what your relationship with the Holy Spirit look like? And I just thought that was a weird question. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really have a grid of that because they were really asking me, what does your relationship with God look like and how personal is it? And I mm-hmm. didn't know how to answer that. Um... And that that's been a part of my journey is growing in a personal uh, relationship with God, where I have history with Him, and mm. and this cohort is is going to open your eyes to that reality where it won't be you know kind of I do I do church or I do faith outside of my personal life. It'll be everything is space where God is, and. Mm you know, just like that phrase that my, my friend asked me, you know, or even just that question, it kind of toppled on itself where I realized, oh my goodness, I have separate parts of my life that are not integrated. You know, I kind of do my God thing and then I do my other, like my other Stephen thing, you know, and those are separate Mm -hmm. worlds. And so, so that was a part of my journey. I mean, even hearing God, you know, you just shared about that, Tim, I, I thought hearing God was reading the scriptures and maybe it, you know, touched your heart while you were, you're reading it. And, uh, I mean, you know, a story I could share, and this really connects with what we've talked about this month in blessing and declarative prayer. Um, I remember just being in this moment where we were in prayer with some friends and, uh, you know, they believe when they prayed, God would speak to them. And I, I thought mm-hmm. that was the craziest thing in the world. Um, mm-hmm. I knew it scripturally, but I did not know it experientially. And so I, I'm in this moment, they're like, hey, we're going to pray and we're going to believe what God speaks to us. And then we're just going to go out and pray for people. And so I, <laughs> you know, That's I'm awesome. as cautious as you in the cohort where I'm thinking like, man, what is this? I'm skeptical. And so, and so we did it. And I... I just tried. I'm like, I'm just going to put myself out in faith and trust God. And uh, and I remember doing this. And after seeing the fruit of God actually speaking to me and his relationship with me becoming real for the first time in my life. So mm. part, part of that story was me actually in a time of prayer. And I felt like I had, you know, seen these pictures and... And really, this sounds weird, but it was the color green, the color yellow, and this word rose. I thought, that is so random. And that was probably like pizza from yesterday. Like, no way that's God.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, so I write it down. I'm kind of nonchalantly going with this, this group and... I'm like, this is what I got, you know. I don't, I don't think it's God, but I'm, I'm here with you guys, and I just want to pray and believe God. And so we kind of went around. This is in college. Went around our college campus and praying for people, and, you know, they, they actually so believed that what you heard, that we would probably find it. I mean, it was just a level of faith I'd never experienced before. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm kind of walking around campus, and I see this woman in the smoking section of my campus and she has a green and yellow dress on with flowers and i'm Mm. kind of thinking huh okay that's interesting Mm. you know and i'm thinking back on my list and so i i approach her kind of trying not to make it weird and (laughs) said hey how are you sorry to bother you like hope i'm not disturbing you and Uh, I said, Hey, my name's Steven. And and we just kind of got in a quick conversation. I realized I didn't even ask her her name. And so I stopped myself. I'm like, Hey, I didn't introduce, I introduced myself, but I never asked you what your name was. What, what's your name? And she says, my name's Rose. And Mm. it was like my jaw dropped because I realized that the living God had spoken to me with no faith, with no expectation, with nothing in my heart believing that God could break in and speak to me in my day-to-day life to bless another person. Hmm. And, you know, I could tell you the other story maybe on another episode, but I, I got to step in just as a son of God and bless her and pray for her. She, she had just gotten into a car accident. And and I just kind of took that moment to say, God is speaking to you, Rose. And I, mm-hmm. I just know it now. I know he's confirmed it. And I just want to bless you. How can I pray for you? How can I be for here for you in this moment? And it, I mean, Tim, really, it changed my life. Um, mm-hmm. It changed my expectation of who God yeah. was and who I was in him.
0: Yep. That is so good, Stephen. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So it actually reminds me of one too, if we can go on to another tangent, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what you just shared, um, it really brings up another story that, that I think I'd love to share. It's, it's also about blessing, um, and it's one that uh, it takes you a little bit of a ride. And it, uh, what I love about the way God works is there is oftentimes no context, and there's oftentimes a lot of context, and both are equally just fun. Yeah, um, And they're fun to be a part of. And it's really fun to just dissect all the different layers of how you got to be where you're at and how it feels like things are orchestrated and you just are along for the ride. And it's so fun. Um, so this story is about a blessing that took. Probably two years to come about, um, and I'm wow. going to try and have it not take two years to tell this story. Um, but essentially, I was introduced—I <laughs> um, was introduced to a person who is uh, a semi-famous athlete uh, locally um, as a builder in order to build their house. Um, sad story. I did not win the bid, and so we did not build their house. Darn. Um, but, but well, yeah, yeah. But if. Yeah, in a way, it's it, it's for this this cool story. So I got connected to this person who um has a family name. There's a multiple families that are all, family members that are all athletes in this area. And so randomly, um, this is just this last spring, um, someone in our office says, Hey, my daughter goes to this Christian school nearby and you know who the chief kind of, you know, benefactor is that makes so much of the program possible for us through scholarships and silent auctions and all that stuff. And I, so and I, I, just say who, um, and he mm. says the, the brother of the person who I interviewed for, uh, and I was just, this was totally random. I was just in my conference room, you know, in our office and he just popped in and said this one phrase. I was like, cool buddy, see you later, (laughs) you know, in a real loving way, and got back to work, so, okay, so here's what happened, so after that, my truck's broken, so I'm taking it into the Ford shop, because Fords are the best, and um, yet it's in the shop, now that I think about it, Um, and I order a, uh, a rental car, so rental car shows up, you know, I've got three kids, so I get a big rental car, and he shows up in a black Cadillac Escalade, And I like half-jokingly say to uh, the enterprise guy who drops it off that, you know, the only people who really drive these things are celebrities and football players. And Uh he, you know, he jokes and and I joke. So I hop in this Escalade, I'm driving it around. Uh, This is a Wednesday. Thursday, I drive it around. Friday, uh, my truck gets delayed. um, And so I'm still driving this thing around. Friday, I go meet with someone uh, in the morning have a great time and while i'm on my way to go meet with someone else um, for another kind of encouraging talk i call them they say you know what i'm feeling sick don't come over um just let's do it another time Hmm. so at the moment that i called them i had to get out of that lane and keep driving on a different road that I wasn't supposed to be on. And it's the road that I travel every single morning now instead of going to meet up with this person. My autopilot senses pull into this Starbucks parking lot that I go to every morning, even though I just got done having a coffee. I'm like, whatever, I'll go inside, use the restroom, and just take off and head into the office. I come out of the restroom. I turn the corner to leave and go outside. And what's standing, what what is parked right in front of me is a black Cadillac Escalade with the door open. No and I way. instantly freak out because I'm thinking, someone's in my car. <laughs> and I realize, no, that's not my black Cadillac Escalade. That's somebody else's. Huh. And I see two legs sticking out. And at that moment, I knew who it was going to be. And so I go and I say, are you? And I say their name. And I can't even see their face. And I'm not really... huge fan anyway so I don't even know what they necessarily look like and Mm. he peeks out from behind the door and he's like yeah man and I go hey this is going to sound totally crazy but I feel like I'm supposed to speak a blessing over you in the name of Jesus would that be okay with you and he kind of like kind of like props his head up closes his door walks over to me and I put my arm around him and i bless him it just all of a sudden it just became wow. so clear what i was supposed to say because of what the person in my office told me is that what god wanted him to know through me was that he is a blessing to so many families hmm. that appreciate the ability to go to the school that he is kind of a benefactor of isn't that god sees him and knows him and wanted him to know from a complete stranger because yeah. this person is a celebrity and you never know who has something to gain, um, Hmm. that he was seen and that God approved of him and loved him and just wanted to honor him. And so from that moment, this is what's crazy, I hop in my black Cadillac Escalade uh, (laughs) and drive away and on the way out of the parking lot, I get a call from the Ford dealership saying that my truck was ready to get picked up. No way. And so I look at that and I just am (laughs) amazed at the intricacy of how God orchestrated that moment. You know, for right. me to have that person on my mind, for me to be driving a car that would essentially make me realize other cars that are the exact same way, to even be joking with the person who dropped the car off to me that, you know, it's, you know, football players and celebrities. This happened to be both. yeah um, And it's just amazing to me how that happens. And, you know, and it was, would that have been easy to miss, easy to be like, you know, uh, nervous about, 100%. My heart was in my throat the yeah. whole time, but I sort of understood the picture um, of what God was doing. So anyways, uh, your story just totally reminded me of that, um, which is totally unplanned. So yeah, um, it, I think what Stephen and I would love to get into is just talking a bit more about blessing. I mean, you just heard a couple stories from the both of us. Um, that maybe sound uh, cool, hopefully, uh, perhaps a little intimidating, <laughs> but, but honestly, this is the deal. I, I mean, it, I always say that this is met with sheer terror uh, when you first get started. Um, In trying to engage the spirit in everyday interaction, it just can look a little bit lumpy. Um, But what we want to do is just encourage you with a few kind of helpful hints, if you will, um, as you get started and as you kind of step out there. um, You know, it's a little bit, it can be a little bit shaky. But what I have found is that God is always faithful. And if he provides you the sort of foresight and the knowledge of someone in front of you, he always follows through. Yeah. It's good,
1: yeah. And I, I mean, as as we're kind of thinking about blessing over this next month and the experiments that we have, I mean, one I would just say ask God to reveal the needs of people around you. You know what what is He doing? And hopefully, you've heard that in our stories and even saying them again. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's actually being attentive to the needs of people and having an open ear and just saying, God, would you speak to me? Um, yeah. What What else would you say, Tim?
0: Yeah, I would say another thing is just when you're in conversation with people, could be believers, could be not believers. If you stop and truly listen to them, um, like be an active listener of them, not a selfish listener for you, like you're listening to what they're saying – Listen for things that they're saying that are not true about themselves. Things that are not true about their character. Hmm. Things that are not true about what God would say to them. And that is the best way to pray, like we learned about praying in the opposite spirit. If someone is talking kind of depressed or they're talking about how they're not good enough or they don't know why they have all these problems, it is so easy to just say, you know what? I believe in you. This is what I see. And I want to bless you in the opposite of what I'm hearing, yeah. uh, and I want to replace it with joy, or replace it with life, or love, or you know, it—it's it, it, just a really good way to sort of speak directly into the need that you're noticing, and it really is partnering with the Holy Spirit, yeah. is the one who's really offended by hearing them talk in the way that they're talking.
1: Yeah, you know, and I and I would say this too too. I I think being aware of like really the goodness in people. And complimenting mm. them through blessing in Jesus' name is is probably another way too. Like, are we having ears to really see what's good in people? Where are their gifts? Mm. Where are their strengths? Or, you know, are we seeing the person behind the counter as we're ordering something? And and being aware of what they bring to the world.
0: Um, what's an example what's an example that I'm just curious to put you on the spot?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the things I'm thinking of, I, I saw a couple coworkers at a coffee shop uh, recently and they were having some interaction between each other where it just, it was like they were actually affirming one another, working together. And, you know, I could go about my day, you know, I could just easily just see that and be like, oh, that was cool. But I, I actually took a moment. I said, Hey, I just want to tell you, like, I saw y'all's teamwork and it, it feels like a blessing to see you guys work in such harmony together and joy in your job. And I just want to point mm-hmm. that out as just like a customer and thank you for that.
0: Mm, that's it.
1: You know, and I didn't say I bless you in Jesus name. You know, I didn't I didn't use those words, but it it really is Christ in me in that moment where I'm just saying, Lord, I just want to affirm the goodness mm. of your image in people every day of my life. Mm. And so yeah. I think that's a position I'm always leaning into in my spiritual authorities, just saying, Lord, I just want to lean humbly into your awareness of how you would live if you were in this coffee shop,
0: yeah that's good yeah one other one other area where I find a lot of sort of success and, and honestly, um, if you're on the more nervous side of doing of doing this on the spectrum, yeah. um, this is probably this is probably the easiest place to start. Um, So I don't, everyone I've asked this question of has agreed with me. So I'm pretty sure it's universal, Um, but I'll I'll prep it the same way. Have you ever just been going about your day randomly, commuting or reading a book or whatever, and just some random person that you know pops into your head? Could be from a long time ago, could be a current friend, could be whatever. And and it's a little bit like, why on earth am I thinking about this person right now? Um, And it's kind of one of those, like for me, for all my life, essentially. I'm just, you know, keep going about what I'm doing. But what I've started to do since the cohort is say, okay, well, maybe this is the Holy Spirit bringing this person to my mind. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to send them a quick text message because I don't know what they're doing that I'm thinking about them. Um, mm-hmm. And in, in some, in, that's basically it. I mean, that's kind of a blessing in of itself. Hey, I just want to let you know you popped into my head. I'm really thinking I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Guys, uh, I mean, time and time again, uh, I would say probably 80% of the time that that happens. Um, I get a text message back either, either immediately or some other time. And it always has, says something to the tune of, I don't know how you knew, mm-hmm. but I just really needed that right when you said that. Um, and it is, uh, it, it's just pretty cool to see that, like, wow, like, I just, I, it's, 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 it's actually not good. Cause I think about how many times I've just ignored this and let it go away and how many mm. people needed an encouragement that I just sort of kept to myself or just ignored and kept reading or driving or listening to my podcast or whatever the thing may be. So if yeah. someone pops in your mind, send them a quick text. It is so non-confrontational. It's passive aggressive. You can't go wrong. Um, uh, and you can always hide behind your phone uh, if it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, this is.
1: I mean, I hope this is a blessing for you guys. I mean, this is our our whole intention of this is to walk with you, to journey with you all, and and to bring in other voices uh, along this journey that have are just normal day to day people asking God to open. And you've probably heard this in the past couple points to open our awareness of Him in our day to day life, and that's what we want to mm. do. We want to come alongside yeah. you want to connect you in a practical way and have stories from the tool shed where we're growing and the things that we're learning in the cohort. And so you totally. might be asking, you know, each month we're going to be doing this. And so we want our goal as of this podcast to actually bring the cohort audience together as we're experimenting. And so we're giving you extra tools. We're giving you um, extra information to be able to do that. And secondly, we want to invite you to the conversation. So what is God mm-hmm. doing in your city? Uh, what is mm-hmm. he doing as you're experimenting with your huddles? And so if you're, if you're interested and you want to share, because we want to hear your stories, send us an email at cohort.stories at novo.org. So that again, that again that's cohort.stories at novo.org. And we want to hear from you guys. What is God doing? And how can we be praying and partnering with you guys? Hey, thanks for joining us for our first episode of Stories from the Toolshed. We're going to come back to you guys next month and enjoy this month ahead of experimenting and seeing God with expectancy of what He's doing in your day-to-day life. Thanks again, Tim. And any, hey, any last words from you, Tim, before we end?
0: Uh, well, I, I kind of feel like it wouldn't be right if we didn't leave without a blessing. Yeah,
1: that's so true. Bless us out, man.
0: Yeah. Well, Lord, I just want to bless everybody who's listening. Uh, With hunger for more, uh, we know that if the way is narrow and the journey is long, we just ask that you grant us provision, support, friendships, and a pillar to mark the path. Uh, Bless us with a clear vision of who you created us to be. And help us to see others around us as you would have us see them. And let us be a blessing to them as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, we'll see you again soon. Enjoy this month.